2: Parabo Press is a photo printing service that turns your favorite photos into beautiful, high quality prints by pulling directly from your Instagram
3: feed, your computer, or right from your camera roll. From free sets of small square prints to giant three by four foot wall hangings, their prints will fit any style or budget. I'm so
2: thrilled to have all these little cute square prints from my trip from Italy this summer with my family. They're
3: adorable. That's awesome. I got a massive one of a photo I took in Malibu, and it's beautiful. You guys, head to Parabo.com press or download their iOS app and get $10 off your first order with the code intro that's parabo.press P-A-R-A-B-O.press.
2: for nearly 25 years bare minerals has been routed in clean mineral ingredients as the creators of clean they are driven by a philosophy that makeup and
3: skincare should make your skin better not just better looking. That's why their best-selling original foundation is made with only five mineral ingredients, resulting in makeup so pure you can sleep in it.
2: And it actually improves your skin over
3: time. It's everything your skin needs, and nothing it doesn't. Find your new favorite foundation at bareminerals.com. Bare Minerals, full of what's good, free of what's fake.
2: Hey guys, I just want to give you a heads up. There is some explicit material in this episode. So if you are writing with your kids, you might want to listen to this episode later. But make sure you do listen because it is really good. Hey guys, it's Candace. and I'm Kayla and we really thought we would have everything figured out in life by now, but
3: we don't we don't we're in our <laughs> 30s and guess what we don't have anything figured out so that's why we made this podcast called directionally challenged and today we have a really fascinating guest joining us Tanya Tate. So when Kayla and I were first talking about
2: starting this podcast, Tanya was actually one of the first people we wanted to have on. We wanted to talk about female sexuality. Mm-hmm. She is an adult film star, mm-hmm. um, a pretty badass one at that. And not only that, she owns her own PR company. She She's a
3: multifaceted businesswoman. Yeah, she
2: directs porn, which mm-hmm. is not very common for a lot of women. There aren't a lot of female porn directors. Mm-hmm. So that's really impressive. Um, she is... A serious businesswoman, so she. We thought that it would just be really cool to talk with her and ask her about her business and also female
3: sexuality and porn. And she's also had a lot of fertility issues, which she's been pretty open about, and she um, shares them with us today. And it's pretty fascinating her journey.
2: And we had no idea until we re- reached out to her that you know she had just had a child. She wasn't sure if she had time to come and talk with us. Mm -hmm. And that's when she opened up about the fact that she'd had fertility issues and she was open to discussing that. Um, She has this beautiful little son. He's so sweet. His name is Ozzy.
3: (laughs) She got to bring him this morning. You'll hear little giggles and little uh, baby noises. And that's because he was hanging out with us the whole time. And that's real life. I mean, she was breastfeeding for part of it. I mean, she's just making it happen. And oh, I think yeah. that's really hard sometimes to be a mom and also be working. And Candice, I know you went through that, which is kind of um, was a struggle for you. I, I had a hard time. And the, the first year
2: I definitely struggled with being a working mom. I took on too much. I think You guys weren't because we were in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I feel like you probably saw it most out of all of our, LA friends because Mm -hmm. you would come to work in Atlanta and you guys all did like a big friend group visit, which was so awesome. Um, But we saw a lot of each other and you were like my,
3: my, uh, comrade. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You spent the night. (laughs) Absolutely. I know. I feel like you did such a good job (laughs) managing it. And I know there were a lot of inner struggles, but I have to tell you from the outside, it really looked like you had everything together. Thank you. I didn't
2: like, I just felt like I either... Was at work and I wasn't doing my job well because I couldn't remember any of my lines. It was so hard. I remember we had this guest; well, she was recurring, and I hadn't slept. I was, you know, my husband was gone working as well, so it was me, you know, breastfeeding my baby in the wee hours of the night, waking up to go do all this dialogue and work all day. With a, you know, I was fortunate enough to have a nanny at home, and. Well, you had to have a nanny. I had to have a nanny. And then if we were, I know, I always feel guilty. I can't even say that I had a nanny without feeling guilty. I have to, I feel like I have to explain it. But I just remember, I could not remember a line for the life of me. And I just had the worst mommy brain. And this girl... This woman just kept reciting my lines back to me every time I would mess up because she knew them so well and I didn't.
3: Well, she might have had ten hours of sleep
2: and time to prep. I mean, she was like, "You went to yoga this morning, bitch!" Like I, you know, I've got like spit up and nursing pads on. Can you give me a fucking break? About like, sorry, I'm. This is how upset I was (laughs) um, about just like knowing this
3: exposition about vampires. Like I'm losing my mind. So you would take us through one day. So what would you do? You would wake up go to work no you shot at night mainly so if it was a daytime shoot i would wake up um if it,
2: usually we'd start on mondays at, at between six thirty and 7 in the morning so i'd have a nanny get there at between five thirty and 6 and i would drive to work um if i worked all day then i would do hair and makeup film all day sometimes she would bring him or bring her um to set so I could see her. Uh, um, but it was almost harder because then I would get so distracted and then I'd feel guilty having to leave and it would kind of mess up my pumping schedule because I was pumping at the time. We you were pumping on set. Yeah, so yeah. I was pumping on set. Um, it was great. We were on location. They'd make me a little pump tent. You know? oh, cool. <laughs> so I'd be like, hold on for that <laughs> kissing scene. I'm going to don't mind the pumping noises, like oh my gosh. <laughs> creeping out of the tent back there. Um, yeah, really glamorous. And then at night you would and go then, home and
3: sleep, but also have a little
2: Well, baby. I'd come. Well, the thing is, because if we started at seven in the morning, as you know, that's hair and makeup time. So call yeah. wouldn't even be till eight. So then I would film till 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. and then drive home. And then she would be asleep, but she wakes up still breastfeeding in the middle of the night. And then I would start it all over. And if it was a if I had to shoot nights, I'd have to have a night nurse so I could try to get some sleep on my turnarounds because otherwise I couldn't function to. And you didn't have, Joe was away. Well, he would come, he would come to be with us as much as he could, but he's, my husband's a musician. He was on tour a lot. We also have our older girls, you know, who he, you know, he's a father to three young ladies and he's got to be there. And so we were just making, and I was just, I was there in Atlanta to work and It was a lot. Yeah. You went back to work six weeks, six weeks to the day. Yeah. That was crazy. That was my own doing to myself though. I did that to myself. Mm -hmm. No one pushed me into that position except for me, which I think just goes into like this level of expectation that I put on myself pre-pregnancy to post-pregnancy, what I thought I should and could and Mm -hmm. would have to handle. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and look, I had a really, I was really lucky. I got pregnant very quickly. You know, we, we didn't have to try that hard. Um, it was a few months of me being off the pill and it worked. It, it worked. And I'm so grateful for that. You know, I talk a little bit about how my mom had fertility issues. It was always kind of a fear in me. Mm -hmm. I've always been a little baby crazy and baby obsessed because of that. Um, so, I was so grateful that I also just kind of felt, I just felt like I could do it all. Mm -hmm. I just felt like I should have to do it all Mm -hmm. and even postpartum and after having her I felt like oh yeah I can go on bachelorette trips and I'm still cool and fun and I can go out with uh, yeah I would bring her to like lovely fancy restaurants and be like hey guys it's Saturday night let's pop open a bottle of wine don't mind my baby here while (laughs) we're all
3: having like that seems like so much to manage
2: yeah but I I was determined to make it all happen and even you know what we wanted to talk about With Tanya today like about still incorporating that sense of female sexuality and how do you find that or keep that and and as you embark in this journey of motherhood you Mm -hmm. know does that change you know because I would look at pictures of like the Kardashians with their babies and bikinis and so body confident and oiled up. And I'd be like,
3: ah, like, I
2: I, I can't even shave my legs. Like I was like, did the, all of the hair fall off their body? Like,
3: where did the hair go? Am I
2: the only one with hair left on my body?
3: I feel really grateful to be able to listen to your journey Antonia's, because I've yet to take that plunge. And I'm going to be really honest. It's a little scary because I feel like you both have handled it really well. And I know everyone's experience is different. And um, I hope that I can start it with all the tools I need and all the advice, because it just seems like it's life changing. And There's before we started this interview, Tanya said to me, there's nothing that can ever prepare you for it. So you can have as much advice, as much life experience, as many friends go through it. But your own personal experience is so different.
2: Well, you're already ahead ahead of the curve by saying that everyone's experience is different because I definitely thought like, nope, you just decide on an experience and this is how it works. Mm. Like I decided my birth plan and this is how it's going to happen. So from day one, I had to reevaluate like oh, no, I'm not in charge anymore. Yeah. Like, you know, this baby's the captain now, <laughs> not me. And I think you're going to do incredible. Like, I, my biggest thing is I just didn't talk enough about it, and I would just have this high, uh, insanely high level of expectations of what it should look like. And I don't think I've done the best job on social media of showing how hard it was mm. or the bad days, but I just never, I, I just have a hard time talking about that stuff and being that vulnerable with people. Cause I like to be positive. And mm-hmm. I know if I get into like a negative Nancy mode, I'll just like dig myself into a hole and do that. Well, that's why um, we have this podcast too, is to yes. really share
3: the real side of things. And I'm really excited for everyone to hear more about your experience and really hear Tanya's too, because it's pretty Pretty fascinating. Uh, the the amount of effort she went through to have something the same experience you had in just a few months of I don't want to say it was effortless, but it seemed pretty simple. No, for you. we
2: were really lucky. Yeah, it, it. And I appreciate it on a whole new level. When are just the the miracle of what a child can bring if you want a child what a child can bring into your life when you
3: have that so whether you're a mama like candace (laughs) and have a lot of experience or you're like me and have no experience at all um, you can learn a lot from yeah i really appreciate i'm so
2: excited we're excited for you guys to hear um all about tanya tate's journey and uh, just come right back after the break
3: With ShoeDazzle.com, you can shop all of your hottest trends without breaking the bank and save 30% off retail as a ShoeDazzle VIP. ShoeDazzle is the club for the
2: shoe obsessed and releases hot new styles every week. Millions of women use ShoeDazzle as their one-stop shop for all things trendy. Whether
3: it's boots, booties, sweaters, or jeans, ShoeDazzle has everything you need for fall and winter. You can shop as a guest or become a VIP and save 30% off most retail prices all day, every day. Plus, you get free shipping and returns. When you visit the site for the first time, you're given a style
2: quiz so Shoe Dazzle can personalize your shopping experience. Then select the VIP membership at checkout. It's flexible, so each month you can choose to shop or skip.
3: I loved taking that quiz and learning about my own style. And then all the styles they recommended were shoes I really loved. I am thrilled that they are super trendy because
2: I have a really hard time keeping up with the trends. So I got my leopard in for the fall. I got my leopard loafers on. I got my pointy white high-heeled mules. I'm going to be so
3: trendy. Hashtag trendy AF. (laughs) I went a little more simple and got these really great black uh, leather sneakers. And they're really, really cute. So I'm really excited. If you go to shoedazzle.com slash challenged now and sign up as a VIP, you'll get 50% off your first order. That's shoedazzle.com slash challenged to get half off everything on the site. Do it today. The hottest styles
2: sell out fast. Shoedazzle.com slash challenged. Challenged with challenged. As your family is getting back into
3: the swing of school schedules, let HelloFresh take the guesswork out of meals week after week. Even amidst the after-school chaos, Hello is meal kits make it easy to decide what to do for dinner and have family meals ready in 30 minutes. Not to mention with easy to follow recipes and
2: pre-measured ingredients, HelloFresh comes in handy on those hectic school nights when your to-do list is a mile long or you're busy chauffeuring the kids to practices and study groups. Plus you can get two meals out of one with HelloFresh leftovers as school and work lunches the next day. There's even a one pot recipe on the menu every week for those busy weeknights when maximum
3: flavor with minimal cleanup is ideal. It's the greatest feeling. Getting home from a long day and then opening the fridge and being like I don't have to decide what's for dinner. It's already here. I know. As much as I
2: love going to the grocery
3: store, which we all discussed,
2: (laughs) the convenience of HelloFresh showing up at your door and not having to stress out about what you're going to feed
3: the family is really refreshing. And you don't have too much of one thing. It's exactly pre-cut for you, everything. It makes it so fantastic. Killer portion control before we get into the holidays. (laughs) For a total of $60 off. That's $20 off your first three boxes. Visit HelloFresh.com slash challenged 60 and enter code challenged 60. It's like receiving six meals free when you go to HelloFresh.com
2: slash challenged 60 and enter code challenged 60. Tanya Tate, we are so excited to have you here. And we have a lot of questions that we want to ask you. A lot. I hope we get to them all. But the first question is, when
4: did you realize that you wanted to become a mom? Oh my goodness. Um, I'm, I'm so glad that I'm here, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> <It's so cool. laughs>
1: um,
4: when did I realize I wanted to be a mom? Um, do you know, when I was, when I was younger, I was like, I didn't want to be a mum. I was like, oh, I'll just leave it till I'm older. My mum had me when she was like really young and I saw um, a lot of challenges that Mm. she had to put up with and things that she missed out on. And I thought, I don't want that for me. Mm. Um, So, you know, I just went through life um, and I never really thought about it when I was younger. And then when I was older, I was like, okay, I, I do want a baby at some point, just don't know when. And then my... Career was um, me being on film, being on camera, and it—you know—you needed to have a good body. You couldn't mm. suddenly have a pregnant body, and it just kind of kept getting put off. And then um, eventually, I was like, okay, I, I've done this career now for a few years, and I—you know—I think it's time that I take a step back and and have a baby. And I thought it would all be like really quick and fast, you know, it happens, yay, I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. No, it was, um, my baby, It he took four years wow. to be made mm. and then obviously another nine months to be born. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a really long time, you know. Going into it, you, you just didn't think that these things, you know, you you always read about it fertility, infertility, you know, and you always think, oh, yeah, you're fertile. It's it's it always happens to other people. But it I never thought that I would be the one. And I can remember coming off birth control. Um, and at that point, I decided that I would stop and. Um, shooting movies with guys and um, so I just moving forward I started shooting movies with girls I stopped the birth control and I was like okay it's gonna happen it's gonna happen it's gonna happen and it kept going by and going by and going by and one of the doctors was like I think you should go and see if you know a, a gynecologist get them to check you over so I was like okay go and check and then it, was, it, it it's kind of when I'm, I'm skipping forward. No, yeah. No, but
2: it's because I think it's always so the hard part too, is spending so much time of like women spend so much time, if you're not ready to have a child preventing pregnancy so it's like all this effort of going into the birth control and like i'm going to go get condoms and i got the morning after pill and like you know being like okay i'm i'm taking control of my reproductive organs and i'm going to be responsible and wait until i'm ready and so it can that's just a really hard point to get to when you're like okay i'm ready now and then
3: it's just confusing also, growing up, all we're taught is how to avoid it. Yeah. Not how to make it happen. <laughs>
4: yeah. Really. So, I mean, I was on birth control for many, many years for as long as I can remember, really. And the the, the last birth control that I was using was the implant in your arm. Oh, yeah. Um, because, you know, if you, if you take the female pill and then you take antibiotics, it doesn't necessarily work. You know, and I, being my career, my job... I thought I don't want any accidents. Let's like zero this down as far as possible. Yeah. You know, so the implant in the arm that it's very consistent and it takes a while for your body to kind of get back into full working order and monthly, you know, mm-hmm. we have to your body has to recycle itself, like kickstart the cycle. And yeah, you're right, it's it's always about prevention, prevention, you know, and then when it's like time to like, hey, let's start making a baby. No one ever tells you what to do or how to try and make things easier on your body. You just expect it to just, oh, we just tried and we just fell pregnant. Yeah. So That's, that
3: four year process, at what point then did you decide to start to visit the gynecologist and take, you know, steps to make it happen?
4: Yeah, it was. It, it was quite a few months really. I think I'd gone to the urgent care. I'd go to the urgent care for certain checkups and um, like I got to know the doctor in there and she's, it, it might've been about six months or so. Mm-hmm. And she said to me, you know, just go and get checked out. The doctor, you know, in the office, just across the street, go and, go and see him. I was like, okay, but I wouldn't have gone. Only she'd said to me mm-hmm. to go. I just thought, oh, it just takes time, you know, your body's gotta recycle. Yeah, and then that's when we kind of slowly started. At one point, I did fall pregnant, and then it, then I was like, Woo, six weeks later, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really hard to um deal with things, you know, disappointments and babies growing and babies stopping growing. And unless you're a woman People don't really understand. For me, I've had a hard journey, but then I but then when I see and read other people's stories, I'm like, my journey feels quite easy Mm. looking back, but it wasn't. No, but it's still your journey. It's it's yeah. And
2: then other women can hear you talk about your journey and then feel comforted by the fact that of feeling less alone. And I think that's a huge dialogue that doesn't get brought up very much of women talking about, hey, we're all trying to get pregnant and why is it taking longer than we thought? Or then you do get pregnant and then it ends in a miscarriage and women yeah. don't really say the M word and talk about it very much. And in those years of trying, it can be very, it's emotional. It's yeah. an emotional journey
4: as well. It is. It's a, its an emotional roller coaster. you know. You have, you're so excited, you're so happy, you're looking forward to it, you're trying to be positive positive. And then your period comes, and you're like, "Uh oh!" <laughs> and then it's like downward spiral. Then my gynecologist said to me, "We'll go and see the fertility doctor." So we went to see the fertility doctor, and she's like, "Try these tablets. Do this. Do that." So I'm put, now I'm on all different kind of mainly vitamins. They were to kind of like prepare your body. Um, it. it bit more technical it was like low fsh and high uh, uh, two All of my hormones it, hormones yeah, yeah. They, they weren't in the right balance so she was trying to work to kind of bring them closer together so it would be um, my body would be more open it was um something what did they call it it's like the the um, <laughs> I used to call it turkey bastin. Yeah, so, <laughs> they'd, they'd yeah. wash the sperm, and then they'd like squeeze it back up into you and then you'd lie there for ten minutes. You know, lying back. Mm-hmm. Um, is this ultimately what worked? No, no. Oh, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> this is this is near the beginning still. Yeah. This oh is, my we, goodness, we've got long for, you have to go through the steps, you
2: know, let's try this, yeah, before in vitro, it would be I know I forget the I word too, the, the turkey basting. I know there is a proper word, and it is insemination,
4: inseminating in a way, yeah, right? yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is insemination. yeah, yeah. artificial insemination, yeah, yes, thank you, <laughs> <laughs> Melissa for the win, and <laughs> um, so we tried that quite a few times. Mm. And then my gynecologist saw me again, and he's like, "Okay, so it's not happening." He's like, "Okay, IVF." So when I looked up the cost of IVF in America, it is astronomical. Yeah, and your insurance cover zero. Mm. Can you
3: give us figures for our
4: listeners? <laughs> I remember researching it, and in America, it was going to be between ten and fifteen thousand dollars. one IVF cycle yeah and it was I was just like okay that is just like ridiculous so I I went on forums and I started looking up and I was just like it surely it's it's got to be somewhere cheaper and i was thinking oh i'm from england maybe i can go back (laughs) to england and maybe i can get it on the national health service so that's what initially started me looking online and then i realized oh you got to live in england Mm. and you got to be a certain age and certain criteria it depends Mm. which area of england you live in and do they have the budgets and i was just like okay that doesn't sound like it's going to work out either um so then I just started looking you know the way people go abroad and things are cheaper abroad mm. and I got on a forum and um I there was a lot of women with the same problems um one of them's called fertility friends and the other one I have I forgot the name of it but it was it's a very popular very well trusted um f- forum for oh, women wow. with you know that have infertility issues then there was a woman on there and actually she's based in Sherman Oaks, but she helps women all around the world. IVF traveler and she, it's like a concierge and what she did, she would basically virtually handhold you through the process. Mm. Um And I decided that I would have this woman help me because I started looking it up and it was going to be much cheaper to go abroad and I didn't want to just blindly go abroad because it's kind of scary
1: yeah
4: um you know some of the people were saying good things about her on the forums and I was like okay so I had a really good feeling um so for for me she she costs um I think it's like six hundred dollars per cycle but the clinic that I used because she'd the one that I eventually chose because she introduced me I got a five hundred dollar discount so it ended up, she cost me a hundred dollars wow. and I'll tell you, it was worth the and goal because she liaised between the clinic. And where did you end up going? Are you able to? Yeah. Yeah. I ended up going to Czech Republic. Oh, mm. wow. Yeah. I've never even heard of this before. Yeah. It was much cheaper. So going back to between 10 and 15,000 for um Czech for America, it was more like 5,000. Wow in Czech Republic and you know for me I could you know conduct business while I was there because yeah. it's production companies I could have meetings I <laughs> so it, it ended it up yeah. being more cost effective for me to go there and plus it was just like you know you're supposed to relax and I was like oh we could have a little vacation mm-hmm. for me that you know the, the first two times you know you go backwards and forwards and you think you have an IVF now it's gonna work it's gonna work yeah and then you come back and it's like oh it didn't. it's not work they also put you on progesterone and estrogen and I actually when we did the um in in artificial insemination when we did that um the doctor was also put me on a lot of hormones so you you kind of let like you up and down mm-hmm. it, hormones affect the way you feel so it's like there's a lot of roller coasters yeah so coming back from Czech Republic twice I was mm-hmm. just like okay this is what's going on I'm like now I don't I don't want to wait I'm like I'm impatient you <laughs> <So> know like it's <laughs> that's and it's emotional that's so much stress
2: yeah, on it's on a partnership, but I don't know. I, I don't care. I can't even imagine a partnership that could like breeze through something like that. I mean, it's, it's, it's an emotional, stressful time. Yeah. And I'm, so, and then on top of that, it's like, what a wonderful opportunity that you've found being able to not add that financial stress to it. Cause so many couples that are struggling with fertility, I mean, that just checks all the boxes off right there. And you're supposed to, yeah, in order to get pregnant, you got to like be
3: Relax. Your body wants to be relaxed. That's what they say. You got to relax. This yeah. is such a journey. Yeah. I had no idea you when, went through I'm, all this. We're nearly there. Well, wow. We're not quite Okay, there. continue. I
4: <laughs> and, and so I, I said, okay, I want to do it again a third time. I, did, I decided I wanted to change the clinics because I was like, okay, bad vibes about that clinic. And then she said, okay, get your blood checked. And um, there's a, this special doctor, Dr. Beers. And, um, a lot of people don't believe in his, um, theories and his work. And I was like, I believe in it. <laughs> it doesn't get women pregnant. Yes. Okay. I'm going to try mm. it. Yep. And um, it was a lot of blood work and they checked. And then it turns out I had a really high active immune system. So everything that was going in me, my body was killing. Oh. Um, so this doctor specializes in, he's been around since the 60s. He's he's passed away now, but his, his work continues in this clinic. And it's to do with women that have recurrent miscarriages.
1: Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a MoonPig card. Get 50% off your first card at MoonPig.com.
3: Moonpig.com.
5: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role,
0: like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
3: It's time to get more in 2024. I know for me, one of my goals is to feel really strong this year. And honestly, so far, so good carriages or unfe-
4: unexplained infertility and um, for me it was my immune system so we had to give me these really strong drugs so now I'm getting plasma infusions mm. like the drugs are over two thousand dollars just for the drugs and then the, you have to pay for the nurse to come to the house and she mm. puts it in the vein in your arm and you and it basically it lowers your immune system so we went back to check did another cycle didn't work
1: Mm. i'm like oh my god this is did you
4: want to give up yes Yes. yeah you you want to give up but i wouldn't give up Mm -hmm. you want to but i'm just like no i'm quite determined and i'm like i gotta make this happen somehow it's going to happen and i had to be more positive so i'm like okay so so now I've, i've got this disc that's it's um a lot of meditation mm. and it's a lot of positive thoughts and repeat and a, a lot of positive statements, yeah. And it was specifically for infertility. Okay, mm. let's try and change the mind now. Let's mm. try and be more positive. And I had a friend and she did it like six times IVF and she, eventually she got it. So I was, so I got this big long list of (laughs) like like organic, organic, no ice, keep your body the same temperature and wear socks and, and just like do, um acupuncture and there was just like all these things and at some point the list is endless it, it was just like endless I was like how many of these can I do and of some of them I was just like um, no uh-huh. are you it, eating it, like
2: ice with acupuncture while listening to the cd and wearing <laughs> socks and like, like uh, counting
4: and you know backwards and then doing your abcs <laughs> It was like all, all these things and uh so and and there was one more thing that um now the dr b's clinic would but quite surprised that I the IVF didn't work because I was under them and they said, okay, we'll check your blood again. Well, this is an addition to the monthly blood checks that I keep getting. So they said, Oh, okay. So your blood's changed. So now what we're gonna do is I recommend that you have this other treatment. So they take blood out of the out of the baby's father's arm and then they do something to it, and then um, an hour later they injected back into my arm so it's like the antibodies that get my body used to the antibodies mm. that are going to be coming into my body they didn't do it in america they stopped doing it in america so we had to go to mexico
3: oh my <laughs> gosh
4: <laughs> but you can't just go once you got to go twice you are such a determined woman like- i am in awe of this. So we went to Mexico twice to have this. It was like vampire blood. That's what it oh felt my like. God. It. I like this. One. They're just like <gasps> jamming it in your arm. I was like oh. Where
2: people like, oh, you guys are going to the Mexico. What are you guys going to do there? Cabo? And you're like, yeah, something like that. Yeah, vampire yeah, blood. Just playing with it's vampire blood. So <laughs> Um, oh my
4: gosh and then we and then i went to to do my fourth and final ivf cycle i was just like this is it this Mm. is it this is everything Mm -hmm. this is everything i've got everything just like i'm doing it and they put two eggs in and i felt pregnant and i was like (gasps) oh "Oh my god wow so it's a really 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 long journey to To get there, you know, and then when you see what you've got at the end, it's it's like it's so worth it. And when I look back, it just it didn't feel like it was hard as it was, but at the time, it was devastating. Mm. You know, this up and down roller coaster. And for for me, my I always say like, there's women that are like younger. Um, that like oh I'm going to get pregnant soon and my advice is if you're going to be turning 35 move it and if you don't want to move it get your eggs take them out Mm -hmm. and save them because you know as you're older your eggs the quality is a lot poorer Um, and so that causes a lot of issues Mm -hmm. with pregnancy as Mm -hmm. well you know, it's the same for the guys, you know, if the guy's getting older, it's, it's not, it, it, it's not always such a big deal for the guys. Yeah. But still, you know, as the guys get older, the sperm gets less um, virile. It's, and it's, it there's not as much of it. And, you know, the quality is not as good. It, yeah. We all age on the outside, but we age on the inside as yeah. well. And you don't realize people Are never told. No doctors ever tell you. Oh, if you if you're 35 and you're not pregnant, try and do something to save it. Because if you want to be pregnant in a few years time, get the Mm eggs. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
2: my mom had a lot of fertility issues um, before. She did three years of fertility drugs and treatments and before I was conceived and so and then after that she wasn't my younger brother is adopted and so she wasn't able to conceive again after that or my parents weren't able to conceive again after that so it was always in my head from a young age like Mm. you can you know you can always go out there, achieve your dreams, get that job, get that corner office. But if you want to have a baby, (laughs) just don't put it off too long. And I just always had this in my head. Like I, if I'm, you know, I want kids and if I find my person before I'm 30, I know that I want to go for it before I'm 30 because I don't even know how long it's going to take because of everything my mom went through. And every time she always brought me to the doctor early to make sure my eggs were looking good, Mm. you know, because it's, it was such a traumatic experience for her that I, I think even as a mom, she was already preemptively wanting to protect me from that experience you know, That experience, because, you know, for you, you obviously are very in touch with your body because <laughs> of your profession. Like, you know, your body so well, um, and I can't even imagine then having this new experience and having to get in touch with your womanhood and femininity and being like, hey, body, like I've I've known every part of you and been very confident about that for a long time. And then that go through this journey, did it change your relationship with your body at all? Like, or your sexuality at the, during the time for other women that are, you know, struggling with fertility, did you
4: feel a shift or did you have to kind of fall? Uh, You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah, I think for me, because a lot of, you know, my work was on camera and you can, you can go. On camera and you can smile and you can look good on the outside but on the inside you don't necessarily feel 100% and for me being on the camera it's fine it's not a problem I can I could go I could do the work but then you know feeling that you know your body but then suddenly, but you don't know it because you thought everything was in full working order. Because look at the movie, mm-hmm, <laughs> it, yeah. look look how good it is. I'm I'm winning awards. There's proof. Yeah, I I my body's good. It, it looks good. Oh, but those hormones are making it swell up a bit. And you know, there were times when I looked at like videos and pictures of me, and I'm just like, oh, I'm. It it was, I was carrying a little bit and I was losing a little bit of confidence about myself, you know, because it it just being emotional, you know, for me, it was mainly the hormones put a little bit of weight on, Mm. I don't know, 10, 15 pounds and it, it changes the way you look when you take your clothes off. It's, it's, you can see the changes. Also changes the
3: way you feel
4: well yeah because your confidence goes mm-hmm. so you're not you, you know you take your clothes off i've been you know i can take my clothes off i've got abs i've got like everything's toned did you have like a pep talk before you'd go <laughs> in like
2: even just like an actor on the vampire diaries like you know when i was like postpartum and just like back on camera i'd have to be like okay we're here. We're a couple gene sizes up and <laughs> I got nursing pads in my bra and I got to go out there and pretend that I'm sexy, very sexy and, <laughs> and feeling yeah. myself. I'm going to do that. And I just, it was such a. I just felt like it was really hard. So, and I had, and I got to keep clothes on. They just added more clothes. I just had like more jeans and shirts
4: and layers to kind of felt everything in. I I didn't have a pep talk as such, but I just had to, you know, I, I think a lot of mine was just pretend it's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just just get on the camera and do the movie and hope that you, they get the right angles and. A, a lot of the questions I wanted to ask you about today had to do with the fact that. After having
2: my toddler, I've had such a different relationship with my own body and after breastfeeding and after having carried a baby and, and it just shifted in my mind at some point that before I I was like, okay, I'm sexy and I'm sexual and I'm a woman, hear me roar. And, um, and I never needed to feel that confidence from anyone else. I could find that within myself and since having a baby, like I love seeing all these like hot moms out there being like, I'm a hot mom and I'm a MILF, which you are a 12 time, 12 time award MILF winner of the year. <laughs> I mean, well, award winner. <laughs> and now you're a real life MILF. And now you're a real life MILF. Um, yes. Have you been able to keep that confidence within yourself, as sexual confidence as a woman? Or has that changed since becoming a real MILF? Um you know yeah, what
4: I mean? It's funny, isn't it? Like you yeah, a twelve time mill for the year, winner. Aww. And it's like, and now I'm a real miller. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ooh. Um it, yeah, you when you have a baby, nobody tells you how different things will be. Um, you think, Oh yeah, you know, it grows and then does it go back? Well, not not everything goes back the right way where it should be, and as a as a woman, here's the thing: you see on you know the TV, magazines, all these women they've had babies and twins, and oh look at the body, they're fighting fit, they're doing all these workouts. So much pressure. That's not real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, please. That is not but just thinking like,
2: gosh, I don't my I don't think my body is ever gonna I don't even know if it looked like that before I had a baby. Yeah. <laughs>
4: and having to kind of get re back into touch with myself in a way. I mean, I know a lot of women in the industry that have had babies and some of them talk about it and some of them don't talk about it. Um and I look at them and I think oh my God, you have had a baby. How did you get your body back like that? But then you realize it's many years later. Mm-hmm. You know, when you first have a baby, everything's big. And it, it. I was quite lucky because I breastfed and I think that helped a lot. Mm. You know, it, it helps with your weight and your metabolism and it helps get your body back to, you know, losing some of that baby weight. Mm-hmm. It doesn't all go. Um, you've you've got to work at it. Um, and... Now, you know, he's now nearly nine months old and I've had a little bit of time to kind of get used to it. But at first, my body, I was like, oh
3: my God, it just, you know, little baby pouch, you know. (laughs) So then how has being a parent altered your view of performing?
4: Yes, I I did um, a webcam show um, for a big webcam company and um I, I actually kept putting the data off and coming up with excuses and yeah i was like oh and then in the end i thought oh okay i'm i'm ready and i did a webcam show and you know i didn't feel 100 confident you know i'm a nurse and mom what you don't realize is that your breasts change
5: mm-hmm.
4: um one side you always have more milk in than the other um and physically it looks that way as well so Mm. now one breast is bigger than the other one it's you know it's it's a different sizes different heights oh my goodness (laughs) no this is just part of it yeah Yeah. he's enjoying his milk right now (laughs) are you enjoying this i even had a hard time when i was breastfeeding
2: feeling like okay, I'm going on a date night. I'm going to put on my dress and heels. And I'm like, I've got leak pads in my bra and like, and I've got like extra layers and I've got to go pump with my kid in the bathroom. And then so how do you perform
3: yeah. breastfeeding Then, I, I'm sorry? I'm, no, I don't I have yeah. a baby yet. So yeah. I'm like so fascinated by this and learning it, this whole process.
4: For, for me, I haven't gone back to performing full time. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't feel confident. I, it, my brain has changed, my mentality, all I think about is baby, 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 baby. But then I do get that time when, you know, I'm in the shower, I've got that alone time, I put my music on, he's at the other side of the house, he's watching his TV, and I'm in the shower, and I um, have like a Snapchat OnlyFans, um, I have Snapchat and OnlyFans and Snapchat Premium, and so I put like little candy clips off. So it's not, it's not. You all get glimpses of feeling like, oh, here I am. Like yeah, the sh- the best thing is I always find in the morning because I have that little break and it's like you know and that that the water and that alone time and I do like to share that with my fans, you know, um, and I I think that's when I bring my sexy back on it, um, and it's you know you're in the shower and you. You know, and I just think, oh, this is my body, and and people still sign up to watch. So I thought, well, I mean, you look pretty amazing to me. That so
3: that, That's not surprising.
4: <laughs> You're too kind. It's it, and that's it's brave
3: because my
2: thing has even been just within my own partnership, over or even just like yeah, in general, or even going on. We had a friend get married, and four months after my daughter was born, I was on a bachelorette trip with like. A bunch of spray tan 20 somethings and bikinis. And I was oh like, oh goodness. God, this is my nightmare. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah.
4: No, it's like, you know, I can't, like, now it's got a bit easier because it's time has passed. But at, right at the beginning, it's like you're trying to put a dress on, you're trying to fit into the clothes that you were wearing before. And they don't fit yeah you know you can't it's tight it's over your hips your hips Mm -hmm. have changed all of my shoes most of them are too big um because your feet grow and they don't go back Mm. and so I'm just like I I was a seven and a half in a court shoe (sighs) maybe Ozzy might need to just go for a little (laughs) climb over here do you want to go over there (sighs) yeah thank you (laughs) um court shoes don't fit me you know I have to wear like the open toe ones and I keep saying oh go and buy some more Mm. but then up some something in the back of my mind saying oh maybe my feet might shrink Mm. no your feet aren't gonna shrink (laughs) like your hips grow bigger you know things change Mm. you know the volume isn't there on all the parts where it was or there's extra skin and it's being a woman, you have to like learn to embrace that this is your body and still get over and still try and feel sexy. And I just have to try and switch off sometimes and be like, the fans like it, the candid stuff. You know, I don't want to do a professional shoot because no, I have no control over that. Mm. And it's all going to be all professional. And then it's going to be going online and people online can be very critical and very unkind yeah you know and i don't want to put myself out there in a professional shoe for them to be like oh this, that but th- but i'm very high- over and probably most people wouldn't see it mm-hmm. you know um do i work out yes i do um i started something called stroller strides when he was about eight weeks old I managed to get out the house without crying no.
3: <laughs> or maybe I did cry it's it's really hard and it's stressful it's, it's yeah you've got it all to come this is fascinating I'm like I'm I love it I feel like by the time I'm experiencing this I'll have so much to go off of and so uh, much I already know yeah
4: it's 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 difficult everything becomes like the, the hormones flow and then mm-hmm. you you become tearful and it's like what am I crying for Incredible. so and stroller strides stroller strides so you take your baby in the stroller and you do the exercise class and it's an instructor-led class and then there's a lot of other mums that do it and they do it in different areas um so that was really cool we went to the park um and i got I, it got me out it helped me get into my routine
3: and it helped me get a bit more toned is this still going on right now oh yeah they can, have them how all can, over the country how can our listeners join it's, if that's something they want to do it's called
4: fit for mom okay. and it's the number four okay so if you just search it online
3: it'll come up it's like a nationwide program in america have you set a date for yourself um, or a goal date to go back to work or are you giving yourself the freedom to decide that at some point it, it, i have
4: a lot of aspects to my work So when people say, are you back at work? I think, well, which work do you mean? Mm. You know, um, if you mean performing, which I think probably... That's what I meant, performing. I don't know if I'm going to go back to performing. Like a lot of people ask me, a lot of the fans want to know, when are you going to start making movies? The answer is, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I've got a nine-month-old baby. Do I think I'll ever be confident again to get on camera in a professional production company? maybe maybe not Mm -hmm. do I do I physically want to do it I don't know if my if 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 my heart is in it or whether I'm just like you know I'm good at producing movies and directing Mm -hmm. movies which I have done and maybe you know I'll just do more one-on-one with the fans you know because I can do like I have a lot of fans that will text me and call me mm-hmm. um, and they can get that via text TanyaTate.com. And um, so they can do that or they can, you know, get the Snapchat premium TanyaTateFantasy.com. and make it all yeah, nice and easy. <laughs> um, you know, I also have a flashlight, which is a, a male masturbator
3: toy. Which, um, how did they get that? How did they do the mold we were trying to figure this out ahead of time (laughs) explain to our listeners what it is and then we want to know how that happens we all know Uh, what a flashlight is i just want to make sure for the kids that don't know (laughs) yeah a flashlight
4: is for men to go in it's 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 a replica of my female anatomy and it, you know it's a sex choice so the man can get turned on and go inside it you know and till he orgasms
1: there you go it's there like we it's, go it, that's
4: it <laughs> um it's, it's like you know imagine if you break your bone and they plastic cast you so it's, but the, they outside. Do that no, it's the outside inside oh that's what i was trying to figure out okay so yeah. it is the outside it's it's just the outside because that's Got what i was it. trying to figure out yeah yeah. Like, and then the experience, they try and match the experience with you inside, but they don't, they can't yeah. physically make the mold. Well, that's why because
2: I know you can, there's even like kits. I remember from, there was like a movie out, I think Neighbors, where mm-hmm. like all the guys in the movie, like the characters make all their own make penis mold. So I was like, that's crazy. It's like an at-home kit now. So when I read <laughs> oh that, goodness. we were all trying to figure out like, what do they put in like what is this? What goes in? How do they do this? So yeah. okay, that makes much more sense.
3: And speaking of your work, because you also mentioned you are a performer, but you also have your own PR company. Yes. As well. What was that transition? How did you um decide to have that as a part of your work as well?
4: Yeah, that um I originally was in England and I wanted to hire a publicity company. So one of my friends was like, hey, hire Star Factory PR, they're the best. So I ended up hiring them and then I ended up moving over here. And um, the the guy that owned it is actually my husband now. And um, he went to work for another production company. Um, I took over the, the publicity company with an assistant. So then when he came back, it was just like, oh, well my company now
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure also in the adult industry it it's nice to have women like yeah. I'm sure a lot of women feel more comfortable with women's in yeah. position of power. like you as a female director yes must be nice when a woman walks onto set and is like hi like even when all of our clothes are on on a set I it's nice to be able to like hello fellow female yes, like yeah. <laughs> yes. we can have a, a dialogue that is just a little bit shorter because there's we no get it. I, yeah it's just a different yeah. I, I think, it is a boys club still I mean I think we're all still talking about that in a lot of industries so especially in your industry
4: yeah I, 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 I a lot of the people are very more open to me you know because it's like oh it's Tanya and it's like oh it's so nice and we'd like being on your set and I think that reflects back as well to the publicity company I am understanding but at the same time I still expect them to carry through with their end of the bargain Mm -hmm. as well as you did you've carried in
2: (laughs) your end of the bargain for years and years at this point you've really built such an incredible name for yourself a platform for yourself you even have your blog that you do I love that you love
4: cosplay and you go to so many cons yeah which um, we can see you at Exotica yes yeah we've got a convention coming up in November the second third and fourth so it's in New Jersey so anyone kind of New York New Jersey on the east coast should come down there it's 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 really nice you know a lot of adult stars get to go and you can come and meet your favorites and get picture take some merchandise dvds of course i'll have my flashlight there you know <laughs> come and check it out so exoticaexpo.com and um, that's how you can get the tickets and can you give our listeners your socials like, so oh, yeah, of course I can. Um, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Tanya Tate. My Facebook is real Tanya Tate. My Snapchat is Tanya Tate XXX. So, <laughs> X-X-X. It's, yeah, yeah, um, easy to remember exactly. And you know, one thing as well that I uh, as well as multitasking everything, you know, mm-hmm. we're even multitasking during this interview. <laughs> and maybe, you know, a lot of the fans wanted to keep in touch with me and wanted to see me. And it's, it was really difficult. So I'm also on my YouTube. I have a YouTube channel, um Tanya Tate Tube. So make sure you subscribe because, you know, you get to see me at home. I'm there, I'm in the kitchen, I'm chit chatting with you, and I'll read the messages, you, you know. Um, so it's kind of nice. I have got a baby that I'm shoving food <laughs> into the mouth with. <laughs> He's eating his oatmeal I for his breakfast, it. but it's, you know, that there's a place for everything. That's a safer work environment. You yeah. know, I always say, you know, if a baby's listening, you know, do you want to go into all information, very intimate information, you know, know if you want to do the intimate information it's text but I also have a radio show as well so on Sirius, on, mm-hmm, on Sirius with XM. Vivid yeah with Vivid it's very good Serious XM channel 415 vividradio.com um, and that is a weekly show I'm on every Tuesday 1pm west 4pm east and people the fans can get to listen they can get to call in and I always have a topic of the week you know and it's always something naughty
1: you <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: know? Well, fun. I love it I I love how you say naughty. (laughs) I I
4: love having the time and the place for my sexuality to come out because it's, you know, when you get a break, that's when the sexuality comes out. And I think it's really hard as a woman and a mom to be sexual when you don't feel it when you're holding the baby and you're changing a baby's nappy or diaper and you know you're feeding a baby it's, it doesn't feel sexual you, spit up. Uh, sex- you just want to brush your teeth you yeah. just want to pee
2: by yourself for a minute oh, like it's hard all to you can feel- hear is
4: crying I know. crying and they want you you know so it's always nice to just get that little break mm-hmm. away mm-hmm. to just be like hey this is some me time and then I'll share the me time with my friends so I I think that's really nice to try and find that balance, and I'm I'm getting better at it now. It's it's coming back. But well, yeah. I
2: appreciate you even saying that because in my head I would think, oh my gosh, you've had this incredible career of sexual confidence, and you know, and as a MILF award winner, like you'd have a baby and then just be like, I'm hot, like I'm in my body. I know ex- I have the most confidence in the whole world. Where I'm just sitting there going like oh my gosh, I don't know how to feel sexy. Like, I don't know how to, I need, all my bras, like, are still my maternity bras. Like, I need to go shopping to, like, boost up my, you know, underwear I'm telling you both
3: right now, you are 100% MILFs. (laughs) I promise you that. I promise you that. (laughs) I appreciate your honesty because, oh,
2: (laughs) hot MILFs. I'm I'm going to get us coffee and tea mugs that say hot Hot MILFs milfs. on them. Um, But I, it's nice to hear that because yes, on spo- social media and in the news and the magazines, you're just like, oh, that's great. You just to, can be like this, like walking sex goddess, while also like holding a tiny baby, and that's not how I've felt no. at all, even two and a half years in. So I, I really appreciate you being honest with that. We really appreciate you sharing your, you know, journey. Um, we're such and, huge
3: fans. You've yeah. been able you just, you are such a businesswoman. And I've respected so much what you have uh, done with your career and how you've propelled yourself to this point. And we're so grateful that you came. Thank you. Yeah, and and thanks really for bringing little Ozzy. Thanks, Ozzy, for coming. <laughs> it, it, it was pretty well behaved You did great. great. <laughs> I know.
2: I love it. A whole multitasking mama.
3: We're talking about mamahood. It's good. Well, thank you so much. I thank you. Know. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our episode with Tanya Tate. Stay tuned. In two weeks, we will talk to actress Jenny Boyd.
2: Jenny plays Lizzie Saltzman in The CW's new show, Legacies, coming
3: out this fall, October 25th. This episode was brought to you by Bare Minerals. For nearly 25 years, Bare Minerals has been routed in clean mineral ingredients. As the creators of Clean, they are driven by a philosophy that makeup and skincare should make your skin better, not just better looking. That's why their best-selling original foundation is made with only five mineral ingredients, resulting in makeup so pure you can sleep in it. And it actually improves your skin over time. It's everything your skin needs and nothing it doesn't. Find your new favorite foundation at bareminerals.com. Bare Minerals, full
2: of what's good, free of what's fake. Directionally Challenged is a production of Pineapple Productions. Producer and director, Jack Ferry. Producer and editor, Melissa Diemont. Post-production sound by Chris Henry. Production assistance by Adriana Montegudo. Logo design by Natalia Vasquez. And music by Joe King.